Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. Today, we're going to guilt you into better spending habits. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello and welcome back to Paladin Financial Talk. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial and our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. And appreciate you joining us here today. We've got a great show lined up. And uh, first of all, as always, Tony, how are you today? I am so good, Jeff. That is good. As usual, you know. I'm so glad to hear I'm that. always good when we're hanging out doing the radio show. <laughs> uh, I'm, that's always good news. Even if that's- I've had a bad week. I'm doing great because I'm on the air with you. That's always fun, isn't it? It is. It is. I see you wore your good flip-flops today, so that's a plus. I did. I did. You got (laughs) to love podcasting. You know, uh, there's a really low bar for dress code. It's not like when you meet with clients and you're at the office. Uh, When we do the podcast, it's uh, the tie is off, right, Jeff? Yeah. Well, I didn't get the memo because I'm wearing a suit. I know you you are, but you took your tie. I made you take the tie off for the show. I'm not going to. Sit here in a Hawaiian shirt and flip-flops and look across at you wearing a tie the entire time. That's just going to make me, speaking of guilt, Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you're trying to guilt me into dressing a little better for the show. Uh, what are we talking about today? Well, today we're going to talk about uh, a little bit about personal finance. In general, it can be lumped into two categories. You spend less, you save more. And uh, that's uh, that sums up a lot of it. You know, it gets more detailed than that. But often financial experts focus either on what could have been saved or what's been spent. But today we're going to focus on the positive. Today's episode, we're going to look at a group of Americans, first off, that have recently cut their spending. And that group is larger than you think. Well, yeah, Jeff, I think that is great. Uh, a lot of us are working on cutting our spending And uh, more and more people, as you say, are trying that. And I'm glad we're focusing on the positive. I love it. So where do we start? Accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, right? There you go. Uh, We're going to talk about a Motley Fool article. 33% of Americans slashed their spending this past year, and here's how you can do it. And we're going to look at each of three tips from the article. But first, what are some of the reasons that people might be looking to cut back on expenses? Well, that's a good question. And I imagine that the possibilities are nearly endless. So what does the article say about that? Yeah, the big ones were uh, in the article, a loss of job or income, uh, newly acquired debt for whatever reason, and fear of a possible meltdown or downturn in the the economy. So it's likely you've encountered some, if not all of these scenarios and motivations. And even if you're lucky enough to avoid these factors, these tips can still be valuable for your personal finances. Yeah, and hopefully a lot of our listeners aren't dealing with any of those difficult circumstances. But just in case, what's the first tip? Follow a budget. Starts there. Have Uh-oh. a plan. Follow you a budget. Use the B word. I know. Got it out. Got it out. 
Uh, and I'd add that for many people, a preliminary step would be creating a budget in the first place. You can easily create one by looking through your recent bank and credit card statements and some of your monthly expenses, the big ones, they're obvious, you know, your rent, you know, your mortgage, cars, student loan payments, things like that. Those are pretty consistent, but what are you spending on dining out? What are you really spending on dining out? And what does your daily coffee add to up each week or month? And we'll come back to that here in a little bit. Yeah. And obviously, uh, categorizing your spending and doing that, creating a budget is very helpful. A lot of folks use, there's so many tools out there now, budgeting software, things like that. Uh, but it is amazing how daily expenses can quickly add up, as you were mentioning, and it adds up to a large amount over the course of a month or a year, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. The things that seem small, they're not that big. They can build up to be a large part of your budget. The big expenses like car loan payments, rent, mortgage, those are easy to notice, but there's a chance you're spending just as much in other categories that don't get as much attention. And I'll uh, use an example here. I'm a big Starbucks lover for those of you who've listened you to the show both. before. <laughs> And, uh, you know, that, that can add up over time. And actually, I was uh, working with someone recently, and she shared with me that she spends over $4 a day, five days a week, going to Starbucks, gets her whip, you know, jibber to jabber to Jew, and uh, pretty consistent with that. So I ran some numbers and showed her over the course of time what that actually adds up to her if she instead took that money, saved it invested it at a modest rate of return, what that would grow to over time. And after uh, five years, it was about $10,000. After 30 years, $147,000. Oh, wow. And she's she's wow. younger, so that she has that time on her, her side. But it really adds up. That's a lot of money um, over time. Yeah, and, that's huge. And it will add up. And especially if you take the money you save and put it into an account where it can, you know, that... Uh, the interest, the compounding interest, the beauty of that, right? Yep, absolutely. Time, yeah. time, value, money. So that's very powerful. And subscriptions are another thing that the ones that automatically review, renew, that, that's always something I advise my clients, friends, and family to keep an eye on. Uh, I know we have uh, an app that I purchased here recently for our son. We're trying to help him to learn how to read. And, you know, it's a handful of dollars a month. Well, if you're not using it, you're throwing that money away. So make sure that you're first of all using it. Does it make sense to have it? So are you still using that app? Um, make sure if not delete that, uh, gyms, entertainment services like cable. A lot of times they have introductory periods. We're going to give you this low rate for 12 months or 14 months. And then it jumps up. And you think when you, when you go into that introductory period, I'll remember to do this and, uh, they'll remind me and that often doesn't happen. So your costs go up significantly. And uh, even if you've already established a budget, it's a good practice to review your statements and watch for any irregularities. So most banks nowadays, you can run a report of your transactions over the past year, you know, spit those out in Excel or whatever and review where your money is actually being spent, make some notes and, and start trimming from there. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'm sure there are surprising transactions in everyone's monthly expenses or almost everyone's. And it's best to be alert just in case and make sure you're aware of what's going on. But uh, you mentioned something there, an app for your son that ha will help him learn to read. Uh, when we're done with the show, if you could uh, <laughs> let me know what app that is. Absolutely. I, I might need that for myself. Uh, shopping lists are another thing that we want to chat about. And much like making a budget, shopping lists are very helpful to avoid overspending, particularly if you're 
if you get in the, into the grocery store and you just go crazy and, and, uh, realize later, what did I do? So if it's not on the list, it doesn't go in the cart and it doesn't matter if that cart is physical or digital on your phone. It can almost feel like a challenge or a game to make sure you follow your shopping list very strictly and you stay within your budget. It, there's a lot of money to be had there. Yeah. That's something I've struggled a lot with in the past when you, you know, you go to the store especially like a Target or a Sam's Club or Costco, and you go in there with specific things in mind, and you come out with, I wanted two things, I come out with 20 things and spend way, a couple hundred dollars more than I expected to. So these are good tips for cutting spending. Now, uh, why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you if they want to set up that complimentary consultation? Yeah, give us a call at 877-219-3199. Visit, visit us online at financialpaladin.com and schedule a time to come in for a complimentary second opinion. We'll review where you're at. Are you on track? Is there anything that you can do differently to optimize your financial lifestyle? Well, that's a great offer for our listeners. Hopefully they'll give you a call. I know you love to sit down and talk with them. And today you've been talking to us about cutting back on our spending with some great tips from that Motley Fool article. Uh, In the first segment, you touched on how making a budget could impact our spending and uh, help us find areas to reduce our spending. And I I really like how you mentioned making that shopping list and sticking to it. That's a a point that I can always work on. I always need to work on. Uh, I've fallen in, uh, you know, uh, I've been guilty of that in the past. Uh, What's another tip from the article? Avoid spending for fun. Uh, that sounds pretty darn uh, boring. It does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no fun in the budget. <laughs> what else is there to spend on? <laughs> budget police. So for most people, shopping falls into two categories, necessities and entertainment. Oh, yeah, necessities. Yes. I forgot about those for a minute. <laughs> and necessities rarely provide an opportunity for savings, but entertainment may be an area to cut back on. And in modern life, uh, online shopping, it's become extremely easy, extremely convenient. In some cases, maybe a bit too easy and convenient. You're, you're on your lunch break and just clicking through your phone, and all of a sudden you have drones flying in and dropping off new whatevers. <laughs> right. So shopping only for essentials online can help cut back on some of your spending activity. So if you're browsing or window shopping, that can be a fun but dangerous temptation. So replace that window shopping time with a novel, a newspaper, workout, whatever it might be to avoid some of those spending temptations. The other thing to think about, the two categories, you have necessities and entertainment. Even within necessities, there you can trim a lot in there as well. Like where do you shop at if in our area? All the groceries are significantly cheaper. You're buying the same things. You're paying a lot less for it. You can debate about the quality and whatnot, but look at where you can trim within each of those categories. Yeah, always good advice. And I believe you have one more tip, right? One more, that's correct. One more from the article, and we'll turn our attention to another source. The final tip is to hide your credit cards. So technically, if you're... you're, uh, you're very tempted and often use those. That's been popular in recent discussions about pop, uh, personal finances. And I've read some outlandish suggestions and actually known some people that, that do this. Maybe you give them to a, a partner or a third party, a trusted relative for safekeeping, or literally even freezing them in a block of ice. So, <laughs> <laughs> I know some people have had to, had to do that, but no matter what types of steps you take to avoid using them, reduce your credit card spending that will add up over time. The interest charges, they can compound quickly and eat away at more of your net income. 
Oh, freezing your credit cards in a block of ice seems a bit extreme to me. A little bit, a little bit. Yes. Yeah. The thought is that you can't use it until it melts. So that gives you more time to reconsider the, the expense. Oh, I get it. I get it now. That. Yeah. I get it. I was not sure what the purpose <laughs> of that would be. I can just see, uh, I'd be out there with a hair dryer. Yeah, right. <laughs> Microwave up. it. Hurry up. Yeah. So it's a, the ultimate anti-impulse uh, buy tactic. But So that's an extreme example, but almost nothing should be out of the question when it comes to managing your spending. In fact, we're now going to turn our attention to another Motley Fool article, The Most Wasteful Spending Habits Among, among Americans, and it highlights some of the lowlights of w- wasteful spending. And they surveyed about 1,000 people on their spending habits, and perhaps if you're listening, you might be guilty of one or two of these. Oh, I'm sure I've been guilty of wasteful spending a time or two, you know, once or twice. And I really thought that Beanie Baby investment was going to pay off, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. Yes. <laughs> Just... That was not my recommendation, by the <laughs> it way. It was not. So first, let's define what many of the survey respondents considered wasteful spending. The most commonly cited examples were paying too much for certain fees, uh, higher interest rates on finance items. They also included forgetting to return things that don't fit or can't be used. I know that's one I'm I'm guilty of is get something, bring it home. I, mean, I need to return that six months later. Where'd the receipt go? Um, so consuming excess energy is another one. So there's a, a lot of different categories. Yeah, there are. And, and those all seem like valid areas of wasteful spending to watch. But are those the most common uh, from that survey? Now, this is an interesting one. The most common one is food, throwing out leftovers and expired food. Wow. Nearly 70% of the respondents said they frequently engaged in that habit. And uh, that aligns with a Department of Agriculture study where they thought that 30 to 40% of the total food supply is wasted each year. Wow, that's a lot. It's huge. And that's the single largest component that goes into public landfills is food waste. So that's a national challenge. That's a, that's a lot of waste. Yeah. What other habits popped up as the most common wastes of money? Some other ones were uh, frequently uh, fast food restaurants, uh, buying overpriced beverages at $14 for a, a Coke. Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks. Uh, of course, the famous impulse buying. Um, Psychology Today talked about this. They said that some individuals possess a personality trait called impulse buying tendency. And that makes it easier for them to give into temptation and leads to buyer's remorse. And it, this ironically brings unhappiness, which is often the very feeling the impulse buyer was attempting to avoid by making the purchase in the for- first place. So it's kind of a, a vicious cycle. Well, is there any way that somebody can try to, I'm not going to name names, uh, you know, I know this guy <laughs> got who might have that trait. Uh, how could this person avoid this impulse buying habit? Yeah. Ask yourself a question. Did I plan to buy this or did I get the urge to buy it just now? So stop five seconds, give yourself some time to think about it. And if it wasn't part of your plan beforehand, um, it's not on your shopping list. It's not part of your budget. You can probably chalk that up to an impulse buy. So don't do it. Yeah. And that's a, that's a great question. You know, that's a good question. Did I plan to buy this or did I just get the urge to buy it now? Um, you know, our time is almost up for this segment. Let's take a moment here uh, to let our listeners know once again how to get a hold of you and about that offer you have for them. Yes, give us a call at 877-219-3199. Visit us online at financialpaladin.com and encourage you to come in for a complimentary second opinion. 
on your retirement plan, your income, your expenses, your investments, all the parts that play into your big financial picture. And we want to help make sure you're on the right track. You're, you're saving enough for retirement. And you're doing what you can do to get the most out of what you have. All right. And this is Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. And I am your co-host, Tony Shore. And today we're talking about some wasteful spending habits. And you named a couple of popular ones there. Uh, food waste is a big one. And you mentioned earlier spending a lot of money on Starbucks and just making those impulse buys uh, rather than stuff that's planned out or in the budget. Very good tips, good things to look at. So what's next, Jeff? Well, turning back to our source for today, Tony, one more example of wasteful spending from the survey is paying excessive fees or unnecessary interest. And credit cards are often a big part of our personal economies for people in general. What, but when was the last time you took the time to compare credit card interest rates and the fees on those? Are you sure you have the best card for your spending habits? And many credit cards, they have rewards programs, frequent flyer accumulation, cash back. There's so many different options that you can dial in based on your expenditures, your lifestyle. So it could be possible that your credit cards aren't providing the best benefits based on your particular spending habits. Yeah. And taking the opportunity to maximize those credit card rewards and benefits, I think that could be valuable and, and help change spending habits. That's helpful. So why not take advantage of all those options? Yeah, there's so many possibilities out there that can impact your overall financial health. And one of the reasons that I wanted to focus on these areas of wasteful spending is what can happen when those habits are adjusted. Again, eliminate the negative, accentuate the positive. So in the survey, respondents were asked what they would do with their money if they wasted less of it. 63% said they'd stress less about their finances. More than half felt they'd they'd uh, be better able to meet their financial responsibilities. And here's the big stuff. 57% said they'd invest or invest more. 61% said they'd save more for retirement. Mm. So uh, these wasteful spending habits are having a direct impact on people's long-term financial goals then. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Saving money is difficult no matter if it's for a rainy day or long-term goal like retirement, but there are tools like automatic contributions to your 401k or IRA that can help out with that. But if you could eliminate some wasteful spending habits, think of how much more money you could be saving for your financial future and for your goals. Yeah. And by combining those ways you mentioned to slash our spending and avoid these wasteful spending habits, then we can save more money and eventually fulfill those goals. Exactly. That's right. So let's recap here. The first tip, follow a budget. I mentioned before, for many people, that's a preliminary step. Create a budget and have that set in place. Yep. Follow the budget. Check. Got it. Number two, avoid spending for fun. We don't want to be the, the fun police too much, but don't get out of hand there. Focus your spending on necessities. Do your best to avoid spending too much on entertainment. Set a, a, an amount for entertainment as part of your budget and stick to that. And the final tip is to hide your credit cards. Make them less accessible. Build in safeguards. Freeze them in a block of ice. Bury them in the backyard, whatever it might be. <laughs> and uh, or, or give those to a, a, a trusted person in your life and have them hold on to those. Sure. Sure. And, and of course, after cutting spending, try to avoid those areas that commonly result in wasteful spending. I know one thing I do is, you know, I, I check out different uh, new music sites and read the music magazines because I'm a record collector. And then I see all these things 
And so if I avoid looking at those things, then I don't want to buy those records. Yeah. Yeah. I just have to stay away from that because uh, that's my area where I really can spend extra money. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. Um, you, so you can avoid, uh, a lot of these things, impulse buying food waste. You know, we talked about 30 to 40% of the waste that goes into landfills is, yeah. is food. Wow. Well, that can translate back to your budget. What if you're, you're spending two, 30 to 40% too much in, in food, uh, in your budget. So it's a, it's a lot. So hopefully our discussion about these tips to curb your spending, it's giving you some ideas to improve your savings, help you to reach your goals both today and in the future. Yep. And as usual, the time flew by. We're out of time for today's episode. Jeff, is there anything you want to add for our listeners before we go? Again, give us a call at 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. Or if you're listening to this, also you, you have a friend, a family member that you know needs some help with financial planning, retirement planning, uh, give us, have them give us a call as well and be glad to help them out. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.